Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is September 6, 2023, and this is episode number 38. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26, as I post content daily. And send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, welcome. And this is actually, as you can see by the title, like I said, I'm going to have an NFL betting special. Um, this is still going to be a podcast centered around the Cardinals. But, you know, with the Cardinals obviously out of contention, and with this being the first week of the NFL season, starting tomorrow... I thought this would be a good time to just go ahead and do an NFL betting special. Um, I, you know, one of my favorite podcasts for the St. Louis Cardinals is Brendan Schaefer, and he oftentimes does a, uh, or, you know, sports betting or football, a podcast, which, which I really like, because I love football. I'm gonna be honest right now. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on football right now. You know, obviously I'm keeping up with the Redbirds and stuff. I'll be back on track with that, but I think it's really cool. Uh, to go ahead and do an NFL betting special. This special, I'm really going to go over all week one lines. And excuse me if I sound a little sick. It's uh, I have some allergies here, um, here in here in Roanoke, Virginia. It's 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 so hot today, but it's it was cool this past weekend. It looks like it's going to cool back down in the next couple of days. But anyway, football is right around the corner. And um, you know, uh, this podcast I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you all the NFL future bets I placed. Um, some of my favorites, a lot of these, you know, I'm, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. So, uh, I have some of those. I'll, I'll probably mention a couple of those that I actually like as a fan. Sometimes you can get a, a grip on, um, what bets you like. Um, and also I'm just going to go over some of my favorite over under win totals for certain teams this season. And, uh, I hope you enjoy it. I, I have studied these week one betting lines really sharp and my goal and I, I you know, my goal as a NFL better, and you know, obviously, please make sure you gamble responsibly. I don't have any, any crazy ad, right? Like uh, I'm not sponsored by DraftKings or something. So, uh, please be sure to gamble responsibly. Of course, uh, I I don't do big numbers, right? I'm not a big big. I, I'm more. I've always been fascinated by the betting market per se, right? Like I love the way the betting market changes. I think it's fascinating how week one is probably the hardest week of the year to bet simply because there is no soft lines. And what do I mean by a soft line? Well, you know, these these lines, and, and most of the things I use are, are via DraftKings um, spread-wise, but these lines have been out a long time, right? So you have the, you have professional bettors coming in, you have the you know, you have the public beating it the other way, and then you have the sharp bettors coming in. Anyway, these lines are not, they're not moving much now because Unless a significant injury happens, just like we saw Travis Kelsey, not he's doubtful for the game. So we'll talk about the line movement there. But that's exactly what I mean by Week One betting lines uh, being being uh, being not soft. They're hard. They're sharp. These lines are good. I mean, this is a very hard. It's a very hard week to win, and 
there's a lot I could talk about sports betting. Before I get into the, the first game of the week, which is tomorrow, I'd like to say that that a lot of times the public is your worst enemy when it comes to betting, right? Like generally the public bet is normally the emotional bet, right? The the recent bias bet or the 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 bet that just feels safe and comfortable. But a lot of times in the betting market, if you want to get to a 54 let's say 53, 54, 55% win rate, which is really making profit kind of where the professional betters are at. And that's my goal this season. I think last year I was exactly at 51%. So I'm trying to make the next step this season. And that was over every NFL game, including a uh, regular season all the way through the soup to the Super Bowl. But don't always, you know, the public's not your friend. Okay. The public's not your friend. A lot of times that's why Vegas makes their money on the public. Anyway, let me take a sip of water here and let's get right into it. So, here we go. First thing, um, football. First football football game is back tomorrow night. Um, the way I'm going to do this format is I'm going to run through all all week one games. Obviously, I'm not going to give a breakdown of all games. That would be exhausting. A snippet of each game of what I think is going to happen. I'm then going to give you my three locks of the weekend. Obviously, a lock is it, it may not you know it could not be a lock, but that's just my opinion. I'm going to give you my best six point teaser. And then I'm going to give you my three games that I personally would stay away from. Now, I'm going to pick them on my spreadsheet, but I'm not going to actually place the wager on these games. So, And I'd like to say any of these bets that I say on this podcast today, I, they're not, I'm not going to tell you something that I personally wouldn't place. So if I say stay away, I'm not personally going to place any of my money on those games. Okay? All right. So here we are, week one. First game. without their two best players um, this season. Or, excuse me, their two best uh, players outside of Patrick Mahomes. My computer just did something weird. Making sure. Okay, good. Um, it, was making, it was giving me a Wi-Fi update. Anyway, um, obviously Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Um, and But Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones are not going to be playing most likely. I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to play. From what I'm hearing, that's a couple-week injury. I think it'd be rushing him back in week one. You don't want to make anything worse. So the spread as it sits right now is um, minus five uh, for the Chiefs. And, you know, who am I taking? Look, um, this is going to be a type of bet that is you sweat it out the whole way, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to take the Lions plus five. And I think the Chiefs win the game, but I don't think they cover the five. I don't necessarily love this five number. I was, I would wish it would be uh, five and a half. That's where I really wanted to get that number. And it might go back to that, right? It might go back to that. I wish I would have hit this number the other day when Travis Kelsey was um, playing six and a half. I wouldn't have probably taken the Lions then, though. But ever since Travis Kelsey, he is he is worth all of uh, one and a half to maybe even three points of this spread. So I think the Lions are a fascinating team. They have a really, really good offense. Um, I think they're going to be one of the most flashy offenses all season. I don't think their defense is really going to be any good. Their defensive line could have some struggles. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions here with a plus five just because I think without Travis Kelsey and without Chris Jones, these are two significant injuries for the Kansas City Chiefs to start the year. And I don't want to sound like that basic you know, podcast saying that and taking the Lions, but I really do. I think the Lions, this is the type of game where 
you can see the Lions jump out to maybe a seven to three or you know fourteen to three or ten to three lead, and it's one of those games where Kansas City wins it at the end and covers by three, maybe two points, something like that. So I'm going to go ahead and I. I, I, don't, I try not to bet emotionally, and I think here this is where I'm just playing this number instead. So I'm going to take the plus five. Excuse me. So I'm moving on to the Sunday slate. Um, Bengals at Browns, first game of the season. Um, excuse me, first, first game I got on the Sunday slate here. So it sits at two and a half. I have decided to take the Cincinnati Bengals at two and a half. I like that two and a half number. I wouldn't want to take the Bengals at three and a half. Um, I hopped on that that number um, as soon as I could, just because. Look, man, I, Joe Burrow, you know, at his press conference, I'm a big Bengals fan, like I said, so I kind of know that he, uh, you know, you could just see this coming where he wasn't going to play. Everyone talking about him not playing was was, you know, kind of ludicrous. He was always looks like was going to play. So I'm taking Cincinnati minus two and a half here. I think they are. I think this could be a field goal game. But I think the Bengals, even if they win by a field goal, that's a cover, right? But if it's a three and a half, I don't love that there. I'm taking Cincinnati. I know Cleveland's had their number. Um, but I, I, it's a big deal that Denzel Ward's going to be out for the game. I mean, I'm not saying he is. He, had, he was limited in practice, but he's still in concussion protocol. Regardless, Denzel Ward, if he's not plays, it's going to be a really big deal for Cleveland. And uh, with the addition of Orlando Brown and Jonah Williams um, switching sides, I think the Bengals may be able to contain Miles Garrett a little bit better, and I think the Bengals can win this game. All right. Um, this next game, Texans at Ravens, is going to be featured in one of my um, six my one of my teaser plays at the end. Uh, but I have the Texans at the Ravens. The line sits at ten and a half. Go ahead and take the Texans at ten and a half. This is. I don't want to call this a foxhole bet, but this is the type of bet that you just play the number. Are the Ravens probably 10, 10 points better than the Texans? Sure. I think they are. I think they're a good team. I think the Ravens are, could be one of the best teams in the AFC. But you have to understand what the Ravens are up against here. The Ravens, this is their first game in a new offensive scheme. Um, we don't necessarily know what the Texans have and their new quarterback, okay? Ten and a half is a lot of points to cover in a in a week one game. Week one is weird. Week one is always weird. A lot of things happen in week one that are not, I guess the word I'm looking for is indicative of the season, okay? A lot of times things happen in week one that, that are just weird, right? So this is a type of game where, you know, the Ravens may be up 17 to 20 points, and you blink at the end of the game, and they win by 10, and you cover. Now, 10.5 and, and 10 is a big difference between a push and a win there, but I just play the number here. Blindly play the 10, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Um, one of my – I'll do the locks of the week at the end, but Panthers at Falcons, minus 3.5. I don't bet emotionally, like I said, but if I had to say there was one bet I, I bet pretty emotional on this was, was this one. I take in the Falcons, minus 3.5. I never like betting three and a half, right? No one likes betting three and a half, but I think this is probably the best we're going to get this number. I don't see this shifting towards three. I think if anything, it's going to go up to four. So I'm taking three and a half. I think the Falcons at home are better, um, three and a half points better than, than the Panthers. I don't like what I've seen out of Bryce Young in preseason. I just don't think the Panthers offensive line is worth a crap. I think they are a really bad team. I think they have a long way to go. I think they have no weapons on offense for the most part, and I honestly think the Falcons should win this game by 10-plus. So take the Falcons three and a half. All right.
49ers at the Steelers. This line probably has moved ever since I've I've placed my wager, and I am so happy I jumped on this line. It is two and a half. I took the 49ers at two and a half. A lot of people think the Steelers at home, this this is a gift for the Steelers. I am opposite, especially a lot of people thinking Bosa was not going to play because he didn't have his contract. But about 20 minutes ago, we just signed a huge, massive deal. So I think he's going to be able to play in this game. I don't see why he wouldn't. So I think that's a big game changer. I'm taking minus two and a half of 49ers. I'm not that sold on Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is, okay, I don't want to put this wrong. I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he is as good as we all think. He's he's surrounded by a good system. Shanahan's one of the best coaches, but I'm taking two and a half. I think the 49ers win this game by two and a half, um, especially with Bozo back out here. So take 49ers, two and a half. Cardinals, that commander's. Seven-point spread. Once again, I'm playing the number here. We got Josh Dobbs has just announced to be the starter for the Cardinals. I don't like that. Josh Dobbs has just signed in August. He's been with the team for a month. The Cardinals are headed for a straight tank, without a doubt. But I'm playing, once again, the number. We're dealing with, I think it's Sam Howell as the quarterback for the Commanders. This is his first start in the NFL. I don't know. I think seven's a big number. I don't think the Commanders cover that. Commanders can win by 40, or 40 points. I don't know on this one, but I'm going to play the plus seven. I think that's a lot for a quarterback's first game starting. Like I said, week one in the NFL is weird, right? I think this is one of the harder games of the week here. Buccaneers at the Vikings. I'm taking the Bucks plus six. Once again, I'm playing this number. I think this is a game where it's probably inflated by the success of the Vikings last season. This feels like it should be more of a three and a half to four. So I think you're getting a gift with the Buccaneers at plus six. I don't really love this bet, but I think the Bucs um, with Baker Mayfield might be better than we think. And I per- certainly think that they are six points. Um, they are able or capable of covering six points here. All right. Jaguars at Colts. This was probably the one I went back and forth with the most. I had no idea what to do personally because I don't know what to expect out of Jan- uh, Anthony Richardson. This is probably my number one stay away game. I'll go over him at the end, but I, I say take. <clears throat> if I had to bet it, I would take the Colts plus five. For only reason being on this one is on the Action uh, Action Sports Betting Network. I listened to their podcast and they were they were all on the Colts. I, I didn't know what to pick here. I had no idea. This is one of those that most of the public is going to be all over the Jags. And they said, take the other side. So that's what I'm doing here. But I think this is a very difficult game to bet. All right, Titans at the Saints. Uh, it's a three-point spread in favor of the, uh, excuse me, in favor of the Saints. Three-point favorites for the Saints on the road. I'm taking the Titans. I think the Titans are very undervalued as a team. I think the Titans have the potential from a value standpoint, they're plus three something to win their division. I think they are going to be better than people think. They still have one of the best, if not the best, I'm not going to say best, but top three, four defensive lines in the league. And I think I'm taking the plus three here. It's probably not a popular pick, but I'm taking plus three. And I know I know Derek Carr in the first year with the team is not always, he has not been great in the first year with a new team. So I'm taking plus three Titans. All right, Raiders at the Broncos. This was a tough one. Once again, we're sitting in a three-and-a-half-point spread. I am going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Broncos here in week one. Um, I'm kind of going against my gut here. 
But I, I want to give Sean Payton and Russell Wilson a good chance to make a statement in week one. I'm taking Broncos minus three and a half. All right, Dolphins at the Chargers. Once again, I think it's one of the hardest games to bet. If I had to, I'm taking the Dolphins. I am a huge buyer on the Chargers this year. In fact, I think they are going to win the AFC West. I know it sounds crazy. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of, of couple of my favorite future bets and win over uh, under over under win totals of the season here at the end. Um, but yeah, my, one of my favorite bets here uh, of the season is Chargers uh, win total. But I actually, in this game, I'm leaning Dolphins with a plus three. The reason being is I think these two teams are really good. I think they're pretty similar. Um, I think this type of game is the one where you just take the points instead of taking the favorite. Like, like whoever wins this game is probably going to win it by maybe one or two. Uh, feels like it could be a 30, a 31-30 type game, so I'm blindly taking the plus three just to give me the points. Um Rams at the Seahawks. This is my favorite bet of the week. Take the Seahawks minus five and a half with Cooper Cup's injury where he had to go to see a specialist in Minnesota. I doubt he's going to play. I don't know if he's been ruled out, but I actually love the Seahawks here at minus five and a half at home. That's my best bet of the week. Um, and I'll get to those once again at the end. Eagles at the Patriots had a tough time with this. Patriots at home, I think they can be better than people think, but I'm thinking the Eagles... Defensive line is really going to disrupt Mac Jones, and I'm taking the Eagles minus three and a half simply because I think they're a better team, and I think they are going to make a statement, even though I am not as sold as most people in the Eagles this season. Packers at the Bears flip a coin, but I'm taking the Packers plus one. I think Jordan Love's going to be better than we think. Um, I'm not sold on the Bears yet. Uh, they got to show to me that they can win a close game, so when it comes to a close game, I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers plus one. Uh, two games left. Now we're at the Sunday night football game. Cowboys at the Giants. I am a big Cowboys backer this year, but this feels like a weird spot, and I am. this is where I think that three and a half is going to make you some money. I think the Cowboys win this game by three. The spread is at three and a half. Take the Giants plus three and a half. You might sweat it out the whole time, but I'm taking the Giants at home on Sunday night plus three and a half. And Monday night football, the Jets and the Bills. Bills at the Jets is a two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Buffalo Bills. The Jets are a very fascinating team, right? Um, with that being said, I think the Jets are going to cover this spread. A home Monday night football underdog. I, I don't I, – look, we don't know what to expect here. I wouldn't – I don't want to bet this game. I don't like this game. Um, if I had to make a bet, though, I'm taking the Jets just because they're at home. They're a, you know, a, a Monday night game, divisional dog. Their defense is phenomenal, right? So um, go ahead and give me the two and a half with the Jets. And maybe this line goes to three, but I think it's going to lean more towards going back to two. All right, let's move on. Right, we're going to move on to my locks of the week, my teaser of the week, and my three games to stay away right after this quick little song break. All right, so welcome back to the Believe in Cardinals podcast. Once again, this is a bonus episode. NFL starts tomorrow. It only felt right as a big football fan to go ahead and give you guys some of my favorite bets of the week. 
I just went over all the NFL spreads for week one, what I like, what I didn't like, and now I'm going to give you my three best locks of the week. Like I said, Seattle Seahawks minus five and a half. Take that bet. Take that bet. Um, As crazy as it sounds, I think my second favorite bet of the week is the Falcons minus three and a half. I know three and a half is a weird number to bet is one of your favorite bets, but I don't think this line, I think this is the best you're going to get at three and a half, so take three and a half. And my third bet, and I'm I this would be my third, not not top two, is the Cardinals plus seven. And the only reason I say this is I know it sounds crazy to take Josh Dobbs as a starter who's only been there for a month on probably the worst roster in football. But here I am, and I'm doing it, and the reason I'm doing it is you also have a first-time starter in the NFL, and Sam Howe, who has looked good, don't get me wrong, but it just screams. Seven is a huge number to cover in the NFL. In college, it doesn't seem like much, but the older I get, I've learned that there are so many games in the NFL that end up like 30 to 24 and 28, 24, 27, 20, um, 26, 20, stuff like that. Even if you get seven, whatever, you get the push and roll on, but it's still a lot of money to cover there or a lot of points to cover. My favorite teaser of the week is very simple. I'm taking the 10.5 with the Texans, and I'm teasing it with the Seattle Seahawks with 5.5, minus 5.5. So I'm then going to get the Texans at 16.5, and and I'm going to get the Seahawks essentially at a pick them at plus half. Okay? So all I need to do is the Seahawks to beat the Rams. Okay? Seahawks need to beat the Rams, and I need the Texans to cover 16.5. 16 and a half is a big number. It can happen, but this is not this is not week seven. This is not week eight. This is week one. A lot of weird things happen. Teams start slow. You know, I think 16 and a half should be safe, and I really think the Seahawks are a safe bet with that teaser. Three games to stay away from this week. Jaguars and Colts. I don't know what to think of Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Okay. Um, Dolphins and Chargers. I'd stay away from it. Um, it, 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 you know, these, it's just, I don't, I don't know when I, when I'm sit there and I stare, I don't see any variable. I just didn't know what to bet there. And Raiders at the Broncos. Um, it's three games. I would not bet this week. All right. Let me move on to some of my favorite futures bets of the season. I have already placed. So I'm just going to throw this out there. I did bet a good number on the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl at plus 1100, but I do that every year. So just a, just a tidbit there. I'll throw that out there. Um, okay, so my favorite over-under bet I placed of the season is the Chicago Bears over seven and a half point wins. I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but the Bears lost a lot of one-score games last year, and I think for them, if you look at their schedule, not to get to eight wins would be a catastrophe. I really like the Chicago Bears over seven and a half wins, and I got it. At, uh, the money was at minus 130. So I'm not getting the best value with that number, but I really like the seven and a half. Um, I also took the um, Los Angeles Chargers over nine and a half wins. I think the Chargers are finally ready to take that big step this year. I think this is the year that they actually win the AFC West, and I have the Chiefs under 11 and a half wins. It's no disrespect to the Kansas City Chiefs. I will sit here and tell you I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. I think Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in football in that order. I don't really think it's much of a competition as of now, okay? Um, and that's me as a Bengals fan saying that. It's it's not as far as people think. Um, 
But the reason I say the Chiefs are going to be like that number is I'm telling you, if the Kansas City Chiefs, if you look at their schedule, one, it's obviously not easy. When you win the Super Bowl, you don't get an easy schedule, and it's not that. I know the Chiefs are the Chiefs. But when you don't have Chris Jones and you don't know when he's going to come, and now with Travis Kelsey being injured, and let's say he is out one, maybe two, at worst three weeks. Those are three games where you might not, you know, if, if you start falling in a couple of these games early, it's really going to um, decompress that a win total number. Um, and the, the, the Chiefs, just besides Travis Kelsey, don't have great offensive weapons, right? If you look at, you know, the, the running backs, you know, Isaiah Pacheco, respect to him, but then you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jared McKinnon, receivers, Blake Bell, Matt Bushman, Jordan Forster, Noah Gray, Rich, uh, Richie James, Sky Moore, uh, Rasheed Rice, Justin Ross, Kadarius Toney, um, Justin Watson, Montreal, Washington. I just went through everybody on the roster. So with that being said, man, I am not saying that the Chiefs are going to be a bad football team, but I think the Chiefs feel like a team that's going to win 11 games this year, maybe 10, 10 to 11 games, okay? And with that being said, I think that's why they're going to hit that under 11 and a half. Um, some of my, my other favorite bets this season. Um, let me take a look here. Um, like I said, I have the Chargers winning the AFC West. I think the, the division winners here, I have a five-pick parlay. I do this every year. It's kind of a long shot. I paced a $25 wager, and it'd be a big payout. I took the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Chargers, which would be good odds there, the Lions and the Seahawks, all of that seems like a relatively real possibility. The toughest would probably be the Chargers, right, because they aren't the favorite, but um, that's that's my division um, betting winners. Um, like I said, I'm going to give you a couple Bengals bets that I think, even if you're not a Bengals fan, which probably aren't, here's a couple bets that I really like. I like Tyler Boyd over 675 yards per season. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. This is a guy that's been a you know a couple seasons, a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, he has cleared this number pretty much every year, I think, in the last five, six years. Um, I think this number should not be an issue for Tyler Boyd, especially with protection getting better at Burrow. Obviously, with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, a lot of times they get doubled sometimes in certain games, and I think a lot of attention comes off of Tyler Boyd, and I think he's still going to hit that number. Um, 700 yards for Tyler Boyd isn't a crazy ask. Um, if he can stay healthy. Um, that's kind of all I have off the top. I could do a long, long show on all of these things. There are certain things I like as far as um, individual awards and comeback player of the years and certain things like that, but I'm not going to do that. I'm definitely going to have a couple of these shows throughout the NFL football season. I hope you enjoy them. Um, I know it's been a little bit of time since I pushed out a Cardinals podcast. Um, you know, the Cardinals right now are just struggling. They are struggling as a team, and I just felt it was a good time to go ahead and switch this up. And if you don't enjoy it, that's also fine. But I just I had a good time making this show. So anyway, I'll be back with another Believe in Cardinals podcast soon. And I uh, hope everyone enjoys football this weekend, and good luck to your team, um, whoever you root for. Thank you so much, and everyone have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.